Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, and welcome to LiveDeliverance.com, here on BlogTalkRadio.com. My name is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. If you're listening to us via the simulcast during the hours of 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock p.m. on Monday evenings, we're so glad to have you. If you're listening to us on any other social media platforms or during any other times of the week, please contact us here at LiveDeliverance.com and give us the times, dates, locations, or platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airways, we must do it legally, ethically, and in righteousness. So if you hear any of our content through any other means, it is the result of Internet piracy and copyright infringement. And all those who participate in any Internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. Now, having said all that, we can get down to the kingdom business. So go ahead and get some pen and uh, some paper. And if you have any questions or comments about the ministry tonight, when we get to the end of the broadcast, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. So now if you would join me in a word of prayer as we sanctify our time together. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak, that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. Let healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your spirit, your love, and your word. We live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus revealed to us the Father and draws into his presence where there is fullness of joy. 
Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you've made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirit and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, again, we're going to look at uh, the topic of active worship. Because as we're going from day to day, God wants our day to be filled with his presence. And one of the things that would cause his presence to be there is to uh, worship. You know, the devil, he can only, he can only fight in the, the arena of what is experienced. See, he, he has no ability to fight in the arena of faith. He has no faith. He's spiritually dead. See? So then since he's spiritually dead, let's go through this one. He, he also cannot affect your hope. These are things that you have to give away. Jesus said that these comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Our job then would be, according to Scripture, is to resist the devil and watch him flee. All right? Not to assist him. So I cannot agree with the devil and then lose my hope or give my hope up. I'm supposed to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the, in the things of God. It's... Yesterday, whatever hope I had yesterday, that was good for yesterday. But now I need to abound in, in hope. I need to abound in faith. I need to abound in peace. See, this is what God wants us to do. He wants us to practice that. There was a, a little drawing that I saw, and it was a, a, a bunch of uh, small uh, spirit-looking things. Uh, looking like cast of the friendly ghost, if you would. And they were uh, uh, rolling around laughing on the floor and saying, the devil said what? <laughs> that should be our attitude. We, we should not be concerned when the devil says anything. Jesus said when he speaks, he's going to speak of a lie because he's the father of lies. See? He, he, he can't speak any other thing. So then if he's trying to convince you that something is not going to happen just by the, 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 the words that come out of his mouth, <laughs> they are a lie. Okay? So then you have to learn to resist him and not assist him. Don't agree with him. He's not your friend. He's not your helper. Again, I thought that the, the, the devil came and the devil had the party people, you know, because that's what the devil do. He's, he partied. No, he did not come for the party, beloved. He only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He uses deception to do that. Amen. And the deception is that you think that you're having a good time. The deception is that you think you can work it out. See, we should, again, Scripture should be written on the table of our hearts. That's what the Bible tells us to do. Our tongue is the pen of a ready writer, and we should write on the table of our hearts the Scripture that God gives us for victory. See, we resist him, he flees. He stops the process. 
It's not that you can do stuff by your strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So then if the word is not strengthening you, you're probably not going to be able to maintain your victory. You're probably not going to be maintain, be able to maintain your peace. You're probably not going to be able to maintain your hope. And when you don't maintain your hope, beloved, just by definition alone, that makes you hopeless. Amen. And when you are hopeless, nothing works because the faith that you have works by love and hope. Okay? You've got to have that. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. We're supposed to keep ourselves in the love of God. So when I become hopeless, faith can't work. When faith can't work, love is not in play because faith works by love. See, that's what the devil is trying to do. He's trying to to, to remove you from the position of confidence that you have in him. Confidence in what he's already said to you. Please know, beloved, Jesus told us this in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. He says that we are supposed to live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So as God has said it, it shall come to pass. As he has spoken it, he shall make it good. Say, God's not a man that he shall lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent. Has he not said it? Shall he not make it good? Has he not spoken it? Shall he not bring it to pass? That's what God's going to do. His word will not return to him void. And what should happen in a word that, that does not return void, what should happen is that that word then should grow or increase. He said it will not return to him void, but it will prosper in the thing whereunto he sent it. So then if the word is not prospering in your heart, okay, if the word is not becoming bigger, you know, I, 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 we all know that God wants us to increase more and more. And unfortunately for us, sometimes we think that's in possessions. Well, it shouldn't be in possessions because Jesus said a man's life does not consist of the things he does possess. See, our life should consist of the word of God that we have allowed to live, abide in our heart. John chapter 15, 7, if, you, if, my words abide, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then your discussions come from a place of confidence. You will ask what you will, and it shall, absolute imperative, shall be done or given unto you. See, this is where our life is, beloved. And so what we need to do is we need to practice what Jesus practiced. He lived by the word. The devil came to to tempt him, and Jesus said, it is written. So he took him to another opportunity of, of frustration, and Jesus said, it is written. He tried it one more time, and Jesus said, it is written. That should cover all aspects of your life. The devil was reminding him that he was hungry. 
And so then, because he was hungry, he said, uh, "Tell you what, uh, uh, you 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 you're going to do these things that I, I I need for you to do, and want you to do. I want you to actually destroy yourself. I, I want you to actually kill yourself. That that's what I need for you to do." But Jesus said, "No, no, 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 no. That's not what was written. See, it 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 it, it wasn't said that way." I, I said that in, in, in Matthew chapter 4. Let's just turn over there so you can see how Jesus did it. We can follow his example. These things are written for our example. In verse 3, in verse 1, then Jesus was led up of the Spirit, Matthew chapter 4, into the wilderness. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on, come on. He was led up into, of the Spirit into the wilderness. I, 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 I want you to know some things uh, about God and, and how he functions. He he functions by his word, by his promise. And if you're not living in, by, or through his promise, then whatever you're facing, you're not going to be able to win in it. Okay? Jesus was in the, in the wilderness. He was fasting uh, before the Lord. And at the end of the, the, the 40, let's read it. Jesus was led up by the, of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. When he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he afterwards, he was a hunger. And when the tempter came, please, 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 let's circle some of these words so we'll know that. He said, and when the tempter came, there is not going to be a if the tempter is going to come. There's going to be a when. And if you're not prepared in advance, when the time comes, you might not be able to stand. See? Because you're not simply prepared. Jesus was always seeking God. It, it, it was his norm, if you would. See? He, he didn't try to live his life on his own, under his own strength. He, he already knew that the Lord was his strength. See? He, he knew that the relationship was really the most important thing. So we don't let anything uh, get in the way of, of messing that up. See, that's what happened to Adam. Adam and Eve were in the presence of God. God walked with them in the cool of the day. Wasn't through the, through the heat where temptation was fiery. No, no, no. He walked with them in the cool of the day. God causes the, mm, that's good, sir. God's presence causes the temperature to change. Wow. I hope you saw that. God walked with Adam in the cool of the day. God's very presence causes the temperature to change. You might want to write that one down. That was good. Fresh if you would. Because if you feel yourself in the heat of the battle, please invoke his presence because God's presence causes the temperature to change. He walked with Adam in the cool of the day. Come on. Because all of the answers that we need are in him. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. See? So that as his presence is here, then all of the answers that are necessary for my life, any situation. See? And he wants you to be able to learn best from his presence. Jesus asked us this question in, in 11 uh, 28 and 30, Matthew 11, 28 and 30. He says, if you have any ladies, if you got any burdens, he said, do me a favor, come unto me. If you are heavenly, bring yourself here. Get back to the presence of God. 
He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I'm going to give you the answer. I'm, learn, he said, learn of me. Take my yoke and learn. We don't have to learn, beloved. We don't have to learn through uh, uh, the frustration. We can learn from his presence. Amen. Take my yoke and learn of me. For my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Take my yoke and learn because you will find something. You will find rest unto your soul. What does he mean? That you learn best from rest. You learn less through stress. I'll say that again. You learn best at rest. You learn less through stress. So in the times that you are frustrated, please take his yoke and learn. He walked with Adam in the cool of the day. God's presence changes the temperature. You don't have to be nervous in the service. Because when you are in his presence, he said, joy is going to be made full. Mm -hmm. As joy is made full, whatever is coming at you is going to be lacking. Can you get that? If in his presence joy is made full, then whatever is coming against you will be lacking because you are full of answers, full of revelation. That's what Jesus told us in, in Matthew 16. He says, I'm going to build my church upon revelation. And as I'm building my church upon revelation, those that take my yoke and learn of me, he says, I will build my church on this revelation, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And if that wasn't enough, he said, and I'll give you the keys to the kingdom, that whatsoever you bind is bound, and whatsoever you loose is loose. See, that's what happens when I practice living in his presence. This is active worship is what we're talking about today. See, I, I practice living in his presence. Look at what Jesus did. The devil came to tempt him. And he says, if you don't, I don't think you know who you are, Jesus. If you be the son of God, it, 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 he couldn't be anything else. But see, Jesus knew it. See, the, the challenge in our lives is that we might not function in the, the truth that causes freedom. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you disciplined, my disciples indeed, and you will be familiar with the truth, intimate with the truth. You will know the truth. That word know is the same word for physical intimacy. You will know the truth, and the truth that you are intimate with will make you free. Did not say set you free, beloved. He said that the intimacy of his presence makes you free. Come on, come on, come on. I, I, okay. The intimacy of his presence is not affected by the trial of your life. The intimacy of his presence makes you free. See, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But if I am one that is purposed to live in his presence, then I know I'm living in that freedom. See? This is what Jesus did. He lived this. These are the examples that we should take. He says, if you be the son of God, then command these stones to be made bread. Change the situation around you if you're the son of God, if you're the one that's got all this power, if you're connected to him, then command your situation to change. 
You say you hungry. I'm reminding you of your hunger. So then make the situation change by giving command to something that's unnecessary. The devil is testing the water to see because he said he can only seek those that he can destroy, seek those that he can devour. He can't devour everybody. He has to seek. Are they going to walk in truth? Are they going to walk in the word? Or are they going to walk by feelings, emotions, and circumstances? If you be the son of God, then command these stones. Use your power to affect change in the natural. Command these stones to be made bread. But he answered him and said, let me tell you what's written. Let me tell you what's already settled, because God's word is forever settled in the heavens. So he, he said, it's written. I'm, I'm giving you something that's settled. In fact, you're asking an if question. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to answer your if question with that which is settled. It is written. Glory to God. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but man shall live inferred by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. See, the answer that Jesus had ready for him was an answer that came out of his heart. Out of the heart, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the heart comes the issues of life. So if I want to change the issues of life, come on, God, if I want to change the issues of life, have the word hid in your heart. That's what he told him, Proverbs chapter 4. He said, pay attention to my words. Give, give heed to what I'm saying. Hide my word in the midst of your heart. For out of this heart that's protected flows the issues of life. These words that I placed in your heart, those are, are, are words of life. They will heal your flesh. See, whatever you're having issues with, Hunger is a, is a reaction of the flesh. And the word that's on the inside of your heart, active word that's on the inside of your heart, it says it will affect all your flesh. It will heal your flesh. Glory to God. See? I mean, I think about this all the time. Those angels that are before God uh, in, in, in the, the, the uh, spiritual beings that are before God, and they say, they, they, they have a glimpse, and they watch him on his throne. They look up, and they say, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And then what do they do? They fall back down on their face. Wait a minute, y'all. They don't need no food. They don't need no, 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 no time of vacation. They don't do nothing but look up, see God in his glory, holy, 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 go back down on their face. See, they live by the presence of God. Because that's where life is. In him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. We need to just allow our heart to become settled in that. To let that be the thing that causes all other things to be turned around. Adam walked with God. His presence changed the temperature. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It said, God walked with Adam. Oh, Lord Jesus. Come on now. Yeah. God was the one that, that leading the direction of his path. 
if you would just simply acknowledge him in all your ways, then he will direct your path. Come on. He's going to talk to you out of this cool, temperature-changing presence. Lord Jesus. <laughs> he says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by man shall live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then the devil tried another one. See? And this is going to deal with every area of your life. Flesh is going to give you trouble. Natural situations and circumstances are going to give you trouble, and through that trouble, the devil is trying to get an entrance into your existence. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Then the devil, devil takes them up into the holy city and set it on the, the uh, pinnacle of the temple, pinnacle of the temple, and said, "If thou be the Son of God," again, he's asking the same question. He's trying to get you to deny who you are by the circumstances around you. I hope you're hearing me, beloved. He's asking the questions. He came to Adam and asked the same question. He just said, wait a minute. Has God said? He went for a question. Come on, beloved. Let's live our lives by that which is already spoken, affirmative by a word that's a promise. Let's not live our lives by a question. Glory to God. See? The devil comes, and he's always going to question, try to get you to agree with the question. Live your life by a question instead of living your, the Bible says that we have a more sure word of prophecy. So why am I living my life by a question then? I mean, that's just something that, that maybe we need to, to look at. See? Maybe we need to, to be honest about See, we, we, we don't have to live in the, in the questions of life. Jesus is the answer, glory to God. Since he is the answer, why are you living in the questions? Hallelujah. The devil takes him up and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against the stone. See, he's trying to get you to misrepresent the word of God that has been sent to you to protect you, to guide you, to provide for you, to inspire in spirit, not just to make you feel good, in spirit. Come on, y'all. And then what did Jesus say? He said, it is written again. All right. See, listen at this. Listen at this. The devil tried to misquote scripture or get him to misappropriate scripture because the devil wouldn't say, uh, uh, wait a minute, you, you're talking about what's written. Well, it's also written, and then he's going to misrepresent what's written. He's going to misrepresent truth because truth, again, Jesus said, causes liberty. But listen to the devil. He's trying to get us to use truth uh, from a different perspective, from something that's going to just benefit us instead of something that lasts and endures for all generations. He says, it's written here. Uh, uh, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash, dash thy foot against the stone. Now, he took him to a high pentacle, okay, to the top 
of a, 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 of a mountain, if you would, or the temple. And then he said, now, commit suicide. Cast yourself. Come on, just read it. Read, read it. Cast yourself down. Now, when you cast, we'll just look at this. When you cast yourself down, I'm going to ask a question. Is it a guarantee that you're going to land on your feet? So then the provision that the devil is trying to tell you you live in is still now another question because you don't know that you're going to land on your feet from a high place, do you? See, God said that you will not dash your feet against the, on, on, on the stone. That means that you will be walking, right, not jumping from a building. So you just took the promise of God and made it null effect because you're not in the right position of heart and in the right position in life. Interesting. See, the devil tried to get us to misuse scripture at the wrong time. Quote a scripture that says he's going to give his angels charge over me so I wouldn't dash my foot. Well, what about landing on your head? What about landing with the weight of all your body being uh, um, what they call um, uh, velocity? Uh, what is it? Terminal, thank you. By being terminal velocity of dropping yourself off of a high. Come on, I'm just helping out. Come on. And set it on the, the pinnacle of the temple. Okay? So that's a higher place than you were supposed to be operating in, isn't it? In the natural. So he's trying to get you to take a word and abuse the word because you're out of position and out of place. And then Jesus said, oh, 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 oh. Let me help you now. Since you're going to talk about what's written, it's written again. <laughs> that it, it, it is written again or in another place. You're trying to quote something, misquote something, misrepresent, but the Bible says, wow, every word should be confirmed in the mouth of two witnesses. So Jesus just said, it is written again, in another place, if you would, that thou shall not tempt the Lord thy God. See, you're asking me to throw myself off of this high place, and that would be tempting God to say, oh, I thought your word said this. I'm trying to respond to an if, God. I don't have to respond to an if with a, with a baby. <laughs> See? Because maybe you will, will, will be okay and maybe you won't. See? But you shouldn't tempt God, Jesus said. <laughs> he said, I, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Please notice what Jesus just did to him. He showed him that, wait a minute, you're trying this, but God is still your God. Yeah, it is an inclusive uh, promise that Jesus just went to. I'm not supposed to be tempting him, but you are the one tempting him. And since it's already written, God's going to deal with you. I ain't got to frustrate myself trying to uh, prove that I'm something. See, so again, here we go. He, he dealt with uh, uh, hunger, the flesh of hunger. He dealt with the flesh of pride. Tried to invite him into pride. Because if you're the son of God, then you should, you should be able to do these things and prove that you are the son of God. And then he tried it again. Then the devil uh, took him up to an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And said, all of these things I will give you if you will fall and worship me. 
Now, see, the devil stole from Adam his inheritance because Adam was walking in his inheritance because as soon as God spoke it, it became his inheritance. He told him, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue. See? He told him to do, he gave him grace. That was five things. He gave him grace to exist in the earth. God, I hope y'all times I'm just together. He gave him grace to, to exist in the earth. Be fruitful, multiply, subdue, replenish, have dominion. See, he gave him grace right there. That's the number of five. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have dominion. See? So he gave him grace to live in this place. And so then the devil is trying to get us to function out of our own will rather than function under or in the grace of God. Defy gravity. Because gravity is, gravity is a law, beloved. Glory to God. And so then the devil is trying to get you to mess up a law that's already existing because of the way you want to answer a question with a maybe. Maybe I can do that. He gave you the grace. All you have to do is function in the grace. We learn from Paul, the grace is sufficient. Jesus walked it out. He said he tasted death by the grace of God. See? When he came here, he came here, and the book of John tells us that he was full of grace and truth. Why? So that he would show us to live in this victory, we have to live in the grace of God. Don't abuse it. When you're living in the grace, oh my God, this is good. When you're living in the grace of God, you don't have to deal with questions. Amen. A, a grace comes out of a command of God. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have dominion. That was a command. It was a, a word spoken, a promise released. That was the grace. We live in that grace. See? This is active worship, beloved. This is what God is looking for. This is what you are looking for because you want to, to be able to resolve issues in your life. They are resolved by the grace of God. Because, again, you in John chapter 1, verse 14, and, and then you go down to verse 17, and it says, and we are going to partake of the same grace. Grace for grace. Hallelujah. See? We're going to, if, if, if you, that's good, sir. If you're going to live correctly, exchange grace for a greater grace. Can you do that? Yes. Jesus said, the things that I do, you shall do also. And greater works than these shall you do. So exchange grace from grace. We go from glory to glory, from faith to faith. We don't have to deal in questions, okay, because we've been given a more sure word of prophecy. Okay? I mean, this is our life. So then 
as you are facing whatever it is, let the grace of God, <laughs> let the grace of God resolve it for you. That's why you see Paul say it over and over. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And besides this, it was exceeding great and precious promises that caused you to be able to endure, change, affect everything. Add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and knowledge temperance and to temperance godliness. For if you do these things, he says, that you will never, never fail. First Peter chapter, second Peter chapter two, verse verses um, one through like thirteen. Okay, we live there. It's it's already on the inside of us, ready to answer. Say, he tried to get uh, Jesus to to function out of the the, the 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 pressure from the flesh of hunger, the pre- pressure from the flesh of a pride. Then he tried to steal worship or his primary calling. Come on, come on. He tried to steal the man's primary calling. Because you were made to worship. Amen. You were created for his good pleasure. So that worship would be the thing that you can offer unto him. says, he takes him up to verse 8, to an exceeding high mountain and showing all the kingdoms of this world and the glory of them. <laughs> and said, all these things will I give thee if you will fall down and worship me. He took him to this place so that he could glimpse the glory that he's already supposed to be living in. Come on, y'all. The devil messed with the inheritance, stole the inheritance, and then the devil is going to say, now I'm going to show you all the glory of these, these kingdoms. You were made to operate in the glory that causes these kingdoms to work. Come on, y'all. That causes these kingdoms to work for you. The kingdoms, there are many mountains, seven mountains that, 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 that we know about. You know, the mountain of education, the mountain of, of um, it's seven of them, education. Um, oh, Lord, I lost them. Just thought about it. But I've just seen those seven mountains. Ah, ah I can't think of them now. <laughs> but see, the, the, the mountains, or the, those are places of, of the, because the education is this one that's really kind of prevalent because people are trying to, to, to mess that up. See, industry is a, is, a, is a mountain or a kingdom that was here. See, and you were made to function in the place where those kingdoms worked for you. <laughs> Jesus said, do this. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the way things ought to be. And then all of these other things will be added to you. What things? That are under the kingdoms that we live in. Industry is a kingdom. Education is a kingdom. Entertainment is a kingdom. See? So then you will be above that, and they will work for you. Did he not tell you? Have dominion. Okay. Subdue. So the devil, he, he, he lies. First of all, uh, the things were not made for him to give. They are not his to assign. 
all of the glory of the kingdom. Didn't Jesus pray this and teach us to pray this? Thine is the power. Thine is the glory. So then how then can the devil say that I'll give, show, show the man all the glory and say, I'm going to give you the glory? Hmm. This is a, I'm just trying to see, show you how he's lying. See? He says, I'll give them to you if you'll just fall down and worship. Notice this. Wow, 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 wow. Notice what the devil is, is, is trying to get to happen here. He's trying to get the man to function outside of his position. He wants him to fall down. Wow. When you should be walking upright. Why? Because God will not withhold any good thing from those that walk uprightly. But the devil says, I need to get you out of position. I need you to fall down and worship. You know, I would just ask some questions now. If I'm falling down and my worship is now um, diminished because my worship now is coming from a lower position or given to something, somebody in a lower position, I have to fall down to worship. Come on, y'all. Do you see this? When God asks us, who shall, uh, who shall come into the holy hill? He wants us to come up there because worship, the best place, the best place of worship is in the high place. That's why the devil messed this stuff up in the beginning. They were going to the high places to, to, to exchange worship. Wow. Because God came to the Mount of Mount Zion, Mount, um, Sinai and, and caused uh, uh, everything to be changed or viewed differently. And so then because he came to Mount Sinai and caused it to be a place that he could speak from, oh, glory to God. See? Then we try to go to the place where speaking, exchange of words happens. So then we, uh, we want to worship in a high place. Although he took all the high places and made them low. See, the devil, mm -hmm, the devil fell from a high place. Jesus said, I, I beheld Satan fall from, and then he landed on the earth. And so then what did he do? He tried to establish a kingdom on the high places of the earth. See? This is active worship we're talking about here. He says, if you'll just fall down and worship. You can't even worship in the proper position. I need you to be submitted to me. Fall down and worship. See, we're supposed to be those that, that look up to the hills. See? In the upward direction. Not just mountains, but he says that. Again, he, he, he did those things types and, and, and shadows and examples so that we would be able to understand, interpret accurately. See? Our, our worship should always be to in an elevated position. God did never wanted us to worship laterally or beneath us. See, he didn't want us to worship things. Come on. See, our worship is supposed to be always going up. But the devil says, I'll, if I can get you to fall down and worship. See? You, 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 your worship is supposed to be given to the, the father of life who, who, who hears you from a position that's elevated from above. That's why Jesus told us, 
Pray this way. Our Father, which art in heaven. I want you to have your, 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 your sight set, elevated. See? But the devil says, what I'll do is I'll try to mess up their sights because I'll get them to worship things around them. Fall down and worship. Don't worship from the, the, the position that you've been made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Worship from below. See? So then that's the only thing the devil can do to entice you to give up your rightful position. He says, I need you to fall down and worship. And then Jesus said unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall you serve. And then it says, When he did this, the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. See, God has already put your victory in his word. And when his word is in your heart, then that word causes you to worship the one that gave you the word. Your conversation should not even be dealing with the devil. Let's just start there. But if he comes to try to lie to you and, 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 and trick you, then allow the word that you've already received, the word that's written in your heart, cause you to see the victory that God has given, okay? I, I, we've got to get this. We, we, we've got to, to, to make this real in our lives, okay? John chapter 4, verse 4, 24 says that the Lord is a spirit. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, okay? So then. God just said that worship is a spiritual exchange. So why do I think that I can get worship executed or, 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 or uh, completed if I'm sending my worship to things that are around me or even to things that are below me? Wow. Wow. See, I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. This is the same trick that the devil did with Adam and Eve. Okay? Well, hath God said, for God knows that in the day that you eat of this, you will become as God. God's holding something back from you. He, he's not wanting you to be the complete person that you think you want to be. But see, he made me in his image, in his likeness. How then would I think I'm not going to, I've already been made like God. We can go there. I hadn't thought about it. Jealousy in the, and in, in, in Satan caused that whole thing to be because Satan was made on a lower class than man. Amen. Satan knew that he was Satan knew that he was made on a lower class than man, so he didn't try to to um, talk to man at the at the level that man was. He called he came in the form of a serpent. 
something that was lower than man, something that was lower in the creation. See, man was the pinnacle of God's creation. And the devil did not come to try to, 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 to deal with man in that sphere. He came to deal with man on that which was lower than him. Because that's what he was trying to get him to go. He's trying to get him to live below his privileges. God is a spirit, and worship is a spiritual exchange. It's not a natural exchange. And the devil tried to, to tempt Jesus three times by natural conditions, all which would de-elevate him. I hope you see this, beloved. Okay. David is a, 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 a one that really had a, a grasp on the effect of worship that it, it has on our victory. See? Worship engages God at a level that confounds the devil. <laughs> See? Because when when you do a thing that's spiritual, there you go, Lord, when you do that which is spiritual, you confound or mess up the devil that is only flesh. He has been relegated to uh, only deal with us through sensory perception. It's not a spiritual connection at all. It is sensory, the things we feel. Emotions that we can connect to. See, but God is a spirit. And since he made you a spirit, you can communicate to God spirit to spirit. Where there is no glory to God, where there is no uh, possibility for the devil to get in there and mess it up. He cannot mess up spirit to spirit. That's why Paul said, I rejoice in the inner man or the spirit man. I rejoice because I do what God says is needed. I do it in the spirit man. My flesh, oh, Lord Jesus, gives me trouble. See? I delight to do the will of God spirit to spirit. I receive the word of God spirit to spirit. I don't even need a confirmation in the, in the spirit because it's guaranteed. It was a connection that was automatic. I need confirmation in the natural. Amen. That's why Paul says stuff like, walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. You're automatically walking above the flesh. Okay? So, so I, I, I'm admonishing us to begin to connect Spirit to spirit, recognize that worship is a spiritual exchange. It is not just me coming to a place where I can sing happy songs. That's not worship. I understand that we have uh, given that connotation because we, we come to, 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 to church and we have what we refer to as praise and worship. But see, David lived this a little different. Let's start at, at, at Psalms uh, 18. <laughs> Psalms 18. David was a man that was after God's heart. See, he was not after God's hands. Because if I get the heart of God, the hands of God move by the word of God. That's what's in his heart. 
See? That's why he's looking for people that will worship in spirit and in truth. Connect at the right level with God. Don't connect with God intellectually. Don't try to connect there. Don't try to connect with God uh, because of possessions. Don't try to connect with God there. Connect with God spirit to spirit. See? So you can live in this. Okay, come on. He said you can live in the spirit. If as I live in the spirit, then everything that's needed in the natural comes because I live in the spirit. Did he not say that the God that you say you say you love and say you serve, he will supply all your needs by his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, spirit to spirit. If I don't get the transfer in the spirit, I will not get the tangibility of it. Okay? Jesus came, and it tells us that he came to his own, and as he came to his own, what happened is we can then handle the word of God. Handle it. Because Jesus is in the position of authority, spirit to spirit. He was full of grace and truth, and we beheld him as the only begotten son of the Father. And what did he do? He let us touch, handle. See? He was the son of the spirit, the only begotten of the spirit of God. And we got to catch, behold. Handle. And as we handle, come on, let's look at this transfer. Let's make the transfer right. As we handle the word of God, spirit to spirit, it becomes tangible. We beheld him. Okay? When you hide the word in your heart, that was David said, I hide the word in my heart so that I will not be without a portion. I will not sin against thee. That's what sin means. It's the primary definition of sin is to be without a portion. When I connect spirit to spirit, then I live spirit by spirit. See? If you don't possess it in your spirit, you will not possess it in your hand. That which is spiritual is first, then that which is natural. So then you walk out the victory the same way God told Joshua. He says, look here, Joshua, meditate on this book day and night. Observe to do what's written therein. He didn't say execute it. He said see how to do it. And you see by the eyes of the Spirit. He, he, he told Joshua that. He said, now, I need for you to be of good courage, Joshua. Don't, don't be afraid, because what I'm telling you is going to work its way into your life because of what you see. This book of the law, law shall not depart out of your mouth. What you say, Josh, but you shall observe to do. Because when you observe to do, it did not say just when you do. It said when you see how to do. Observe to do. All that's written therein, then what will happen, Josh? 
You will make your way prosperous. You will have good success because it's in your heart, Josh. It's in your mouth, Josh. You speak of it. You talk about it. You rehearse it. And because you rehearse in the spirit that which is necessary for your natural life, it will come to you. You will make your way prosperous. You'll have good success. Have I not told you to be strong and very courageous? As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. There shall not be any man able to stand before you all the days of your life. I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. See, when I have the promise in my heart to that degree, ain't nothing the devil can do. He's already defeated. Why? Because I get, I, I operate in my grace. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have dominion. I operate in my grace. So since the devil has been put under my feet, in my grace, I have dominion. I, I, can, I can stop the conversations that he's trying to start to cause me to come away from the place of victory. David showed us this. Let's listen to David. Psalms 18. So I hope y'all getting some out of this. David said, I will active guarantee. I will love thee. When I'm challenged, frustrated, I will love thee. When I don't understand, I will Love thee. Why will I love thee? Oh, Lord, you are my strength. Whatever I'm facing, my love and honor to God releases his strength in my life. Please see the connection there. I will love thee. You are my strength. He goes, oh, in this position of worship, the Lord is my rock. The Lord is my fortress. The Lord is my deliverer. The Lord is my strength in whom I will trust. He is my buckler and the horn of my salvation. Wow. Again, the Lord is causing you to be able to make announcements, the horn of your salvation. You make announcements. You make declarations. The book of Job says, you will declare and decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. Okay? He's the horn of your salvation. I mean, what are you releasing, uh, making announcements to as you live? You, you can make announcements about your health. You can make announcements about your wealth, because the Lord is the horn of my salvation. He's, he's already said it. I am now repeating it. I am doing what Jesus did in the time of trial. I am saying it is written. Okay? The Lord is my high tower. Please, please, please pay attention to the high tower. In your high tower, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run in, and they are safe. In your high tower, the attack is not going to affect you. Glory to God. He shall come out before you seven ways. He shall come out before you one way and flee before you 
seven ways. It didn't say he was going to come and make you move. He said when you're in this strong tower, your enemies will come against you one way and they will flee. Excuse me. They will flee before your face seven ways. Glory to God. See? So mm -hmm. they will flee. Come on. He will come uh, against you on Monday, and when you get to Monday again seven days later, he will flee before you seven ways. Seven days later, you'll still be enjoying the victory that you had on the first day. Amen. He'll come at you one way, and he'll flee before you seven ways. Glory to God. The grace that God has given us is enough for the whole week. Come on. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Grace, 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 grace. Because he'll come one way to see if you're going to believe what God has said. And then he comes at you. Next thing you know is you have the abundance of grace. Glory to God. Jesus said, I'm coming that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He'll flee before you seven ways. Simply because you're called by the name of the Lord. Everybody in earth will see that you're called and they'll fear you. They'll be talking about, how does this work? It works because I have active worship. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength and whom I would trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my house power. I will call upon the name of the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. He just told us that the, that the victory that we need is in the worship and praise of our God. I'm going to call upon him because he's worthy to be praised. And that's how, so shall I be delivered. That's the thing that activates. The tongue is the thing that activates it. Okay. Okay. Let's do it this way. The tongue of worship is what activates it. Notice he didn't call upon the Lord until after worship, telling God who he is to him. That's what worship is. Telling God who he is to you. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. He didn't say the Lord will be. He didn't say the Lord used to be. He didn't say I hope the Lord will. He said the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. He's my buckler and the horn of my salvation. He is my high tower. And so from that, he goes to, now I will call upon the name of the Lord. Notice he did not call upon the name of the Lord in trouble. The trouble came because the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But because I've already released worship, I have, if you would, the money in the bank to win, to pay. He said, I call upon the name of the Lord who is worthy to be praised. And so shall I be saved from my enemy. See, the, 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 the right position of heart allows God to get involved. He didn't call on the name of the Lord because of the distress. He called on the name of the Lord who is worthy to be praised. This trouble is not worthy to be praised. It ain't, well, I'll go there. It's not even worthy to be mentioned before praise and worship. Come on now, y'all. Look at the order that's here. 
The order was worship. If I'm not worshiping, the devil don't have to worry about stealing anything, does he? Amen. See, he's coming to steal that which he thinks is, is his because of what he stole from Adam. He told Jesus, all these things are mine. The glory of these kingdoms is mine, and I'll give it to you. See? It was not made for him. We'll even go that way. We'll go 100% deep into it. It was not made for him. He was made to release praise and worship. That was his job in heaven. He was the anointed cherub. That's what he did. His body, oh, come on. His body was different. He had pipes in his body. So many forms of worship and praise to God. Okay, okay, okay. His body was 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 made to praise. So then, if in your body there are situations that that's not good, health in your body, uh, weakness in your body, uh, confusion in your body, don't you remember what David said? He said, "Bless the Lord." Oh, my soul, and everything that's in me. See, he's turning the thing around because he wants to worship his God. He said, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that's in within, that is within me. Then he said, as you do this, well, we can just go over there. Glory to God. I I'm, I'm hope you're getting something out of this. Go, 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 go to Psalms. <laughs> just go to Psalms 103. <laughs> Let's just see what he said. <laughs> Let's just see. See, this is how David lived this. And then because he lived this, he set his heart in a position that he knows what he's already, all the grace that's already there. The grace to be fruitful, multiply, have dominion, multiply, uh, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. He's going to live in that grace. He's going to reactivate that grace daily. Watch this. <laughs> David said, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. See, he's not just looking for uh, 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 the, the answer to trouble. Maybe that's where we missed it. He's not looking for the answer to trouble. He knows the answer to trouble is worship. I will love thee, O oh Lord. See, he knows the answer to trouble is worship. Watch this. I will bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. See, we're not talking about the, 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 the trials. He's remembering what? He's remembering the benefits. The worship opens up his thinking to the benefits. Forget not all of his benefits, and these are the benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thine diseases? I, I love the word all. You know why I love it? Because it means all. It includes and is in front of over all. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? 
who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed. See, he's speaking to his soul, and his soul is then going to have to tell his body, you have issues? Well, if God is going to take you to the place where victory is, he's going to heal you from all your diseases. He's going to renew your strength. Come on, see? When you remember that, then I'm not... I'm not bellyaching to God about what I'm going through. I'm praising him. I'm worshiping him because he's already made me more than a conqueror. Amen. Redeems our life from destruction. (laughs) If you got yourself in mess, it don't matter. God has already said, if you will bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and every condition, circumstance that's dealing with me. If it's, if it's touching me, if it's in my body, bless the Lord. Who redeems our life from destruction. Who crowns thee. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Who crowneth. That's an active uh, uh, passage of, of the use of that word. He didn't say crown, past tense, and you'll never get back to it. He says, okay, today, what do you need? Here, you are crowned with it today. He crowned it. Glory to God. Who crowned thee with loving kindness. Come on, come on. Uh, Lamentations 3, uh, 21 says, this is what I recall to my mind. This is what I think about. Therefore, I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that I'm not consumed. His mercies are new. Every morning, great is his faithfulness. So then I, he crowns me with loving kindness, a love that never fails, a love that never runs out, okay? a love that does not quit. He crowns my, come on, he crowns my life with this. Come on, y'all. He crowns my life with this. So then I can speak to situations and circumstances because my life, has been crowned with loving kindness and tender mercies. I mean, he's, the, the devil might be attacking your body, your leg, your foot, your arm, but God has already crowned your life. See, the way God does things is he consumes the attack with his goodness and his grace. He consumes it. Death is swallowed up in victory. He consumes it. Because our God, our God is a consuming fire. See? That's what he wants to, to, to allow you to enter into the place where this type of victory is enjoyed by you. He crowns your life <laughs> with loving kindness and tender mercy. He satisfies your mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He said the Lord does this. I don't have to beg. Come on, y'all. See, when I live in worship, my expectation is different. The Lord is going to execute righteousness the way a thing ought to be the view or condition of a thing as it ought to be, righteousness. See? 
So God takes us, glory to God, God takes us back to in the beginning, God. Before the trial and the trouble, he takes us back to in the beginning, God. See? When he's gracing me with the ability to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. In the beginning, God. Devil wasn't messing with him. In the beginning, God. When he was changing the atmosphere by his very presence in the cool of the day. In the beginning, God. The Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquity. When you think, when worship is alive, active, you don't think that this is because I did, this is because I said, you don't even go there because he's going to, come on, he's going to crown you with loving kindness and tender mercy. So he's not dealing with that. He's already removed you, come on, he has removed your sin from you as far as the east is from the west. He's removed that from you. Why are you still trying to get him to do something that he's already done? He hath, past tense, removed your sins far from the east as it is from the west. He's done that. See, I'm not thinking about this is payback. No, I'm looking for the grace that empowers me to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. I'm looking for that grace. The same grace that caused Jesus to be able to taste death and be victorious. I'm looking for that grace. He has not dealt with us, verse 10 again, after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven, as far as the heaven is high above the earth, so great. Is his mercy toward them that fear it? Wait a minute, wait a minute. He just gave you another thing to look at. He's trying to get you to see that whatever's coming at you is is minuscule compared to the mercy that he's sending your way. Read it again. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. He's not giving you a, a little mercy. He's giving you great mercy. He'll say it again in the book of Acts. It says that great grace was upon them all. <laughs> great grace was upon them all. And then in the midst of that, it says that Jesus was working with them, confirming his word with signs following. Glory to God. Come on, y'all. I mean, look at the victory that he's already given unto you. He's just wanting you to walk in it. Walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, worship is a spiritual exchange. When you live here, all of the things, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the way things ought to be, and then things will just be added. You won't have to work for them. He said they will be added unto you. Blessings come upon you and overtake you. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Blessed when you come in. Blessed when you go out. 
glory to God. Far as the heaven is high above the earth. Okay, come on, come on, come on, come on. As the heaven is high above the earth. So then, he just told me the answer to everything that I'm facing is above the place where I'm facing it. See? I don't have to go and work my way through this to get to God. I've already been made to sit together with him in heavenly places far above all principalities, power, might, dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. See? And he's just reminding us, even then, that's Old Testament provision. And we have the New Testament exceeding great and precious promises that we get to live in. As far as the East is from the West, so far have he removed our transgressions from us. See, I don't have to wade through the sin. I don't have to wade through the, the frustration. He's removed my transgressions as far as the east is from the west. Like a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that hear them that fear him. For he know our frame and he remembers that we are dust. He remembers that. He remembers that we're not strong enough. He remembers that we are are blown here and there. We're dust. He remembers that. So then, if as you would allow, come on, come on, come on, as you would allow the dust that you are to be affected by active worship, then God does something. The exchange. The exchange of active worship is going to be a breath from God. And you remember the last time God breathed on dust because that's who you are. You are made out of the dust of the earth. And God then breathed into that dust, and that dust became a living soul that was able to receive and operate in that grace of be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. That breath then is able to activate the grace of God that does not fail, that cannot lose. That that we'll be able to say, even as Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. I'm not who I I'm not I'm not going through a thought process of I'm gonna be something. No, he says I am what I am by the grace. You see what I'm saying? He's, he's telling us that this power that he's put on the inside of you, God bless America, he's, this power that he put on the inside of you gets you to live under the name of I am. That's what he did for Abraham. He said, Abra, Abram was his name, and then the I am came in. It was Abraham combined. And so God gives you the ability to live in that grace as the I am in the earth. Oh, you're just making that up. Well, as he is in this world, so am I. You get to live in the I am. Glory to God. Oh, this is powerful. I mean, this, this, this kind of understanding molds us and prepares us for the victory that he's already called us to walk in. These are preordained steps. As for man, verse 15, his days are 
As for the mortal man, his days are as grass. As the flower of the field, so he flourishes. Please get this. There is a separation. And he says, his days are as grass. As the flower of the field, he's going to do what? Flourish. So then God is saying you are the flower that he has created. You are the the, the, the place where the fragrance is released. Flowers release fragrance, and you are the fragrance of God. And he says, I want this fragrance to flourish. He didn't create you for you to go through this, that, and the other. All he's, wanting, all he's wanting to do is to remind you that you are the flower that should flourish, and then as you are the flower that should flourish, you will release this active worship. Open your mouth, and he said he'll fill it with praise. Because when, you, when he fills it with praise, praise stops the enemy. It steals the enemy and stops the avenger. So that you will be able to, to live your life without the questions that always happen in people's lives that don't know their God. Because those that know their God, they're the ones that shall be strong. They shall do exploits. For the wind passes over it and is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. That's why he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because his mercy is from everlasting when he started the thing to everlasting when he finishes the thing. And my life is right in this couch in the middle of everlasting to everlasting. Glory to God. See? And because it is couched there, then I can experience victory throughout. That's why he made me more than a conqueror. Because I... Connect with and worship the one from everlasting, with the mercy that is, from everlasting to everlasting. I'm the one that flourishes as the flower that offers a sweet-smelling savor unto God. I'm not the one that's just murmuring and complaining. I'm out of position. I was the one that's the flower that offers the sweet-smelling fragrance unto the Lord. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for those that will worship him that way. Those that are not just moved by circumstances and then as a knee-jerk reaction begin to ask God to do things. Those that know their God are going to be strong and do exploit. But the mercy of the Lord, verse 17, is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him. And his righteousness is so good. Look at this. His righteousness is unto children's children. Again, my my existence is going to be in the middle of everlasting to everlasting. That takes care of my children's children. God is a God of three generations, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So he's a God of, of, of three generations so that you can enjoy and know what's going to happen for your children. Glory to God. He took care of it already. It's couched in that everlasting to everlasting. And unto his children's children, to such as keep his covenant 
and those that remember his commandments to do them. The first commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, to love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, that's number one commandment, to love God, to love people. That as you do this, then that is an act of, and it is actually true, that is an act of worship. Worship is also defined as the things that you do every day. Your job is a worship unto the Lord. That's why he said, whatever you do in word and in deed, do it all unto the glory of God in the name of Jesus. Your work is a worship. So then, glory to God, so then as your work is a worship and God is looking for those, seeking for those that will worship and is going to bless those because of worship, then as you work unto the Lord, do you not know that he's going to cause the increase necessary, the increase that is uh, equal to the worship, Mm. the commensurate worship, is going to release blessing in your life. That's why you don't go to work mad. Because you're not doing it as unto man. You're doing it as unto the Lord. And as you do that, God then sees that worship and he will cause blessing to flow into your life. This is active worship that we're talking about. The Lord hath prepared his throne in heaven, and his kingdom ruleth over all. He's already prepared this. And the kingdom that he has set up, the kingdom that he's inviting you into so that you can enjoy in the grace that he's given you, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have dominion. But the choice is yours. When you have the, the active worship that reaches God, causes his heart then to move in your life, or will you be those that are found to worship the problem and then ask God to do something about the problem because you didn't live in the worship that was available before? Proper preparation prevents poor performance. So then when you worship in advance, worship as a norm, that's your way of life, then God gets involved to the degree that he'll take care of your enemies, that he will cause you to know that you didn't forget his benefits that worship gives. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord and forget not all of his benefits, who forgiveth all thy iniquities, healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy, and satisfies thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Your way or God's way? So he's waiting on you today. Father, we just bless you and we thank you. For this word that, again, opened our eyes to see you as the great and mighty God, 
that's wanting to do things in our lives that we haven't even thought about. You are able to do exceedingly, abundantly above. We can ask a thing according to the power that works in us. So we want the power of worship to work in our lives so that we don't have to be concerned about our circumstances because your eyes look to and fro over the whole earth to show yourself strong in the behalf of those that have a perfect heart towards you. And, Father, we're saying that our worship is going to give you the right and ability to do in our lives what's necessary at any time. We give you the praise for that, sir. We give you the glory and the honor. Committing it to you is done in the matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is Lord and Savior, and the redeemed of the Lord set together. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, as we do, we give you an opportunity to, uh, if you have any questions or comments about the ministry, uh, we give you the opportunity to to ask those questions or make those comments. So um, area code 773 895-9153. You have the mic. Any comments or questions about the ministry tonight? 773-985-9153. You have the mic. Go ahead. Hey, Granddad. Hey, Granddad. Hello. How, how are you? How are you? Great as always. Hey, man. God is faithful. God is faithful. Yeah, just just go and, and, and rehearse these. I, I've given you the scriptures that would help you, and just go back and, and, and reread them and let them build your life to where God says it's supposed to be. He didn't create us to go through. He said we should be the ones that are flourishing. Amen. Amen. So glad to have you on the call. Amen. Glad to have you on the call. Amen. Amen. Area code uh, 312-330-4024. You have the mic. Area code three one two three three zero four zero two four. You have the mic. Any comments or questions praise, about the ministry? Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm just so glad that I actually caught it today, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that I got to hear it from beginning to end. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Okay. Amen. He's so and, right. Yeah, He is so worthy. You are so right. Keep us uh, in touch. We need to just always stay in touch with his word and with him. Thank you for putting that all together today. Amen. Amen. He did it. Trust me. You know, I say this a lot. I have a an idea of where we're going, but when he opens it up, it's like, wow, wow, this is just good. So I'm glad that, that God was able to use me and that it blessed you. Amen. Amen. It really did. And you Amen. know, it Amen. is true. You can taste that the Lord is good. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> you can. Yes, you can. You can taste it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Amen. And that's Amen. a wonderful thing. Yes, it is. Okay. Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you. you so Area much. code 404. Okay. Area code 404. 356-5367829. Um, um, you have the mic. Area code 404-536-7829. Any comments or questions yes, about I, the ministry? Wow. Yes, I, I appreciate the ministry. And 
Uh, what I jotted down is you said it much earlier. You said the devil don't have any faith, and I was like, he really don't. He yeah. just and you yeah. said he have to seek out because he's not. You know, he has yep. to seek those out. So that really yep. blessed me. I just wrote it down. Yep. The devil has no faith. Yeah, so that was a blessing. The entire ministry was blessed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, thank you, good. thank you. I'm glad to do it. That's what we're here for. Uh, I, I, I mean that. That's what we're here for. I, I believe God to speak through me uh, things that are necessary for the people that would hear, not only the ones that are on, on the ministry right now, but people who listen to this uh, throughout the week. And so um, that's the part that, that really blesses me. I've been told that there are over 500 people that uh, listen to the ministry, and I want to thank those that uh, continue to be a part of the ministry uh, um, uh, on a weekly basis to, to receive encouragement and nourishment uh, from God. Um, so I, I just thank you for that. Um, and so that I, I, on, on that note, I would remind you that if uh, the message has been a blessing to you, then it is required that you do your part. You, you say an amen to what you heard by giving into the ministry, by helping the work of the ministry that, that we're called to, because we stay on the air through your free will offerings and donations. Those of you who are cyber members, we thank you uh, for that active participation week in and week out, year in and year out. And know that because that you are actively involved, that, that God is going to return it. That's what he said. He says that you cannot even so give a glass of water that you don't have a reward. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed out, shaken together, and running over. That shall mean given to your bosom. He says that, that when God is love, a cheerful giver, and because he's looking for that, he's able to make all grace, not some grace, all grace abound to you, that you always, under all circumstances, have more than enough to give to every good work and charitable donation. He wants to bless you. We are going to be positioned to take back what the enemy has stolen and perverted. We're going to be able to take back those seven mountains that I spoke of, the, 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 the mountain of finance, because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. The devil has no right to continue to inflict pain on people, but he does it because the ones that hear truth don't get involved at the next level, which is to sow here at LiveDeliverance.com. So we just ask you to go to the website and find the Donate tab that allow God to tell you what seed that you should give here at LiveDeliverance.com. Tell all your friends also that um, how they can listen and participate in the broadcast here on Monday evenings because we're here to impart the grace that God has made available for you. The, the grace is not, uh, come, it did not come lately. It came with you at birth. Glory to God. Because you were crowned with loving kindness and tender mercies. You were crowned with his glory and honor from birth. We just need to go back to the God of in the beginning so that we can make a, a change, affect change in the earth. So we just thank you for uh, listening to us and allowing us to come into your homes and places of listening that we might edify you thereby. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his confidence upon you and give you his peace. So until the next time we get together, we're looking for you next Monday. Love y'all. Be blessed.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.